Duke of Orleans, a very tidy sum. Now, you've heard of the Count Saint-Germain, haven't you? Uh, wasn't that the charlatan who said he was the wandering Jew and pretended to have found the elixir of life? Well, he may have been a charlatan in some ways, but he had extraordinary powers, supernatural powers, apparently. And he was the one who taught the Countess her infallible system. Nonsense. Nonsense, Tomsky. I tell you, there's no such thing. Very well, then. How do you explain this? The Countess asked Saint-Germain to lend her the money. Instead, he told her the secret system. She went back to Versailles that very night, and on just three cards, doubling and redoubling the stakes, she won back the fortune she had lost. But, my dear fellow, that was just a lucky coincidence. No, no. If she had played again, she'd have lost her fortune again. Oh, no. Not when she knew which three cards to play. Nonsense. You see, it had been one of the conditions, by the way, I didn't tell you, that after she played them just the once, she should never touch a card again in her life. And she never has done. You mean to say... You've a grandmother with a secret like that which could make you millions and you've never managed to wiggle it out of her? No. Nobody ever has. Not even her own sons. <laughs> well, I wish the Countess would take pity on me sometime. <laughs> Three infallible cards like that and once would be enough. Nonsense. I should retire a wealthy man from that single game. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I had scoffed at the tale, pretended to disbelieve it, but in my heart, I knew it was true. There is such an infallible system. There are three cards that will always win. Every gambler knows that there are, knows that there must be. Once in a lifetime, someone discovers the secret, and then their fortune is made. And it was just those three infallible cards that I had always been trying to discover, watching game after game, never playing until I knew which the secret sequence really was. Well, now I know. All night long I had lain awake, thinking about the secret and the one old woman who knew it. Next morning, I took a walk through the streets of the city. I stopped before an imposing mansion. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Whose house is that over there? On the corner? Yes. The Countess Fedotovna's. A great lady's house. The Countess? The Countess Anna Fedotovna? That's right, sir. The only one. She's an old lady now, sir. Eighty-seven, they say. And who is the young lady? The young one sitting at the window. At the embroidery frame? Yes. Oh, that will be the Countess's young ward, Lizaveta Ivanovna. Lizaveta Ivanovna. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. So the Countess has a pretty young lady to look after her, has she? Well. Well, maybe that will prove to be the answer. One day... As she was helping the old countess into her carriage. Careful. I slipped the note into her hand. I saw her start of surprise. Her indecision. Whether to throw it away or not. Then I saw her hide it in her glove. As the carriage drove away. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. She returned my letter. Just as I knew she would. 
with a brief note of her own. Oh, yes, I was in her thoughts. I had every cause to be, for never a day went past now without my sending her another note smuggled into her sometimes one way, sometimes another. And then at last, the letter for which I'd been waiting was thrown down to me from the Countess's window. Oh, what a letter that was. This evening there's a ball at the German embassy. The Countess will be there. This is our only chance of meeting alone. As soon as the Countess and I have left for the ball, the servants will be going out and the porter will be in his lodge. Come to the house at half past eleven. Walk straight in. If anybody happens to stop you in the hall, go straight upstairs. Probably you will be seen by no one. If so, turn to the left through the anteroom. You will reach the Countess's bedroom. There you will find two doors. The one on the right leads into a study.